pleasure that we are here to present tonight, Slick Rick the Ruler and MC Ricky D doing their smash hit Mona Lisa. Anyway, I'd like to take this time out to bow before his divine majesty. Hey everybody, it's Kyle, coming to you from my car. Uh, I am on the way to see a film on Sunday morning. This is the Sunday after the Jayhawks made it to the national championship game, and we will be playing North Carolina. Sorry, Dukies. I guess maybe your coach shouldn't have been such a shitbag and yelled at and complained about the players and the team after he lost to UNC back in early March. So what goes around comes around. Coach K. Adios, dude. We will not miss you. Don't let the door hit you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Sorry. I just, if you're not a college basketball fan, having Coach K retire is like having Tom Brady retire. Oh, wait. Except Coach K is not going to come back and change his mind in a couple months. He's out of here. So he had a great career and all that, and he didn't cheat like Tom Brady did. Um, but he did get a lot of calls and stuff that were pretty ridiculous. And to be honest with you, I'm just, it's good to see Duke, that, that coach anyway, just go away, man. And he should. He's an old man. Try and spend some time with your family. Uh, and you obviously need a little training, dude, because you can't have your team lose your last game at home and you get up and bitch them out. And basically, he was putting down North Carolina because he said that the loss to them was unacceptable in March. Well, I guess last night was unacceptable as well in April, buddy. So there you go. All right. Enough of that. Anyway, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, I think we're, we're going to have a nice game tomorrow night, Monday night, uh, for the national championship, and I'm really looking forward to it. All right. So now, what good is going on? What's, what do I have uh, going on that's good right now? Uh, well, uh, on, on the, <clears throat> the front of the laptop, on that front, uh, it, you know, it's doing better. It's definitely playing better. I... Uh, was able to play through a lot of uh, that, what is it, I wish I could, Jedi Fallen Order, that Star Wars game. Uh, I like that game, man. It's really cool. Um, it doesn't play as great on there as I would like it to, which kind of stinks because it easily should play on the system. But it doesn't really. Uh, one thing I changed on this system is I went ahead and upgraded to Windows 10 Pro. So I just went and you know, purchase the key online. Lots of places that can do that for you. If you're interested, ask me. Um, but anyway, I went and got a key and put that in and then it upgraded to Windows 10 Pro. And after that, things did start to run a lot better. Um, but still not really where it feels like it should. And so I did download the NVIDIA uh, GeForce Experience. And once I did that, I did notice that it is running better. Uh, that, that software, you know, made by NVIDIA to work with their video cards, 
it automatically kind of reconfigures everything uh, to run as good as it can uh, on the, on the, any given system. So it'll lower the resolution a little, turn off some of the effects and stuff just to get it to where you can get a decent frame rate and play the game and enjoy it. And uh, I did notice that after I put that on there, which really it should be on there anyway, you would think Asus would include that with their software in the system, but they did not. Um, and I, I heard that these ROG laptops have gotten better uh, since this version that I have. So I would be interested in, in a newer version of this laptop. But to be honest with you, I really don't think I'm going to want it because they're very expensive. The new one, for example, um, I think it's called the Zephyrus G14. I know it's called that, obviously. Um, that thing, for the higher-end version of that, that thing is 2500 bucks. Pretty high dollar. Um, it does have upgradability, though. I mean, you can... I think it has 32 gigs of RAM, and I think you can actually go all the way up to 48 gigs of RAM on that one. And I think it comes with at least one terabyte NVMe drive. It might come with more than that. But it does have space for more uh, storage and stuff like that. It also has that uh, anime matrix screen on the back. It's not really a screen, but on the back of the, the lid. So when it's opened up, you know how Apple has their Apple symbol that used to light up. Um, and they do have an Asus ROG symbol there. But it also has half of it is kind of a, an LED pixel screen. And it can have different things going along that screen and stuff while you're playing. And you can actually program and create your own images and stuff that go on there. So that would be cool. I, I would enjoy that a lot. But uh, I don't see 2500 spare dollars coming into the fold anytime soon. Um, but what I did do, too, is I did download um, Blizzard.net and downloaded StarCraft 2 and Diablo 3, which are both free to play, the basic editions, and then you can pay to get more stuff or more campaigns and stuff. And that's something I love StarCraft, you know, and StarCraft 2. So I'll be excited to, to play through. I never did play all the way through StarCraft 2, so I'll be excited to play through that. And uh, Diablo seems fun too. I've just never really played it, but I, I think I would go for something like that. I'm not going to be playing Elden Ring on this thing. I can tell you that. It's not going to run it. I mean, it sucks because theoretically it should run it, but it, there's just no way. Um, oh, well, such is life. You know, I'll, I'll turn and burn on this thing and sell it. I'll probably do that, you know, at the end of summer, and I should get all my money back, no problem. Um, even with the small upgrades and stuff that I did, I should get all that back. Um, and, and maybe even a little bit more, which would be nice. But if not, that's okay too. If I break even, I just like the money back because at that point I'll be looking to go ahead and, and, uh, bite the bullet and, and purchase my, uh, steam deck. Hopefully by then I'm looking forward to that device a lot. Obviously I've talked about that a lot on here too. Um, what else, you know, uh, not, not a whole lot else that I can think of. I uh, I did get I did find a used gaming keyboard. Actually, it's brand new. 
um, but a guy locally here where I live, this suburb of Kansas City, um, I found on Facebook Marketplace, he had a new, in the box still, I mean, he said he used it maybe six times because he ended up uh, getting as a gift at the same time he bought this, he ended up getting a nice, a real high-end mechanical keyboard. So he just kept that one and, and was selling this one. So I got a great deal on it and it, it, it works perfectly, you know, and it's nice. It, it does do all the RGB stuff. It is a nice keyboard. It's got nice clicking to it. It, it sounds good. It works good. Uh, it's pretty nice, but I did need kind of a gaming mouse. And so I went over to micro center yesterday and Yeah, wake up. God, I hate when people are sitting at freaking stoplights and they're not paying attention. You know? Like, dude, if I'd have missed that stoplight, I'd have been pissed. Um, everybody's looking down their phone. And here's the funny thing. I'm holding a microphone driving, and I'm paying better attention, and I'm doing a podcast. All right. Not getting into things that I'm bummed out about. Things that are good. Uh, anyway, so I went and picked up a, a, a gaming mouse made by... I think Red Dragon, which is kind of their in-store brand, if I remember. I know Inland is their big in-store brand, but then they have a gaming in-store brand. I think that's Red Dragon. Um, but I picked that up, and I did pick up. I found a open box um, Razer mouse pad, so I grabbed that thing. It's pretty good size. Um, so I'm going to get down on some StarCraft II and some Diablo, and I have zero doubts those will play just fine on that system. So... Um, and you know, if I get to where I want to play like civilization and stuff like that, because I have heard those, that game's a lot of fun and stuff too. I may end up getting that and I may end up keeping this laptop. I don't know. I haven't even put Adobe Premiere or anything on it to see how it edits. Um, but I'm going to guess it's not great just based upon other things. But you know, if you're, a, if you're a young gamer and you're looking for a gaming laptop, this will play Fortnite. Um, and it'll give you enough frames per second to, to play it respectedly, respectfully, I mean. And it'll play um, Apex Legends and a few of those other esports gaming, you know, uh, products. But it's just not going to play anything that's AAA, you know, new release type stuff. So there's that. Um, but I can live without all that. I don't need all that. I just have a few things I want to play. I just want something to kind of keep me busy through the summertime uh, before I can order my my new device. Uh, but that's it, guys. Those are the things that I'm really into right now and th good stuff that's really happening to me right now. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to Kyle, and then I am going to come back uh, afterwards and talk to you guys about some things that I'm into. So sit tight. I'll be right back. And... Take, take a good listen here to Kyle. Hey, Kyle. All right, and we're back. Okay, so things that I'm into right now. Well, I you know, I already told you guys about the Jayhawks, and, you know, that's another good thing that happened to me or is happening for me this week. If, you're, if you went to KU, you're probably a Jayhawk fan, and you're probably pretty excited right now. I know I am, and I know... Almost everybody I know that went there is pretty jazzed at the moment. So, it, it, KU versus North Carolina in the championship game, 
that's about as good as it gets, in my opinion. So I'm, I'm excited. I mean, our old coach will be there watching, of course, because he was the coach in North Carolina up until this year. Um, so Coach Roy will be there. That's going to be a tough game for him, but I know he's a North Carolina boy originally. He's where he's from and everything. So he'll, he'll be pulling for both probably, but definitely more North Carolina. But that dude can't lose tomorrow. <laughs> and realistically, you know, neither can Bill Self. He can a little bit because North Carolina is a lot lower seed than KU is. But everybody knows North Carolina is one of those teams that's going to be in the running, even if they've kind of not had a great year. So no point in even talking about that, really. All right. Uh, so what am I into? What am I watching right now? Well, let's see. I loved Moon Knight. I watched the first episode of Moon Knight. It was amazing. Absolutely incredible. Uh, it, it's not for everyone because it's very different. It's very odd. Um, but it's great. And Oscar Isaac does a hell of a job. A bummer that I've heard is that he only had a contract for this show as Moon Knight. Um, but look, if they're going to bring Moon Knight back in something else, it's going to be him. I'm sure that, uh, you know, Ewan McGregor didn't have a longer contract for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi either, but here he is in May. He'll be playing Obi-Wan again. So Disney knows what they're doing, right? Um, oh, and I'm on my way to a movie right now. That's what I'm doing this morning. So that, let me talk about that real quick. That movie is called Yes, 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 You Won't Be Alone. Uh, it looks like a really interesting film. It's a foreign film. Uh, it all takes place in Macedonia. Um, and I can't remember if it's the 19th century uh, or the 1900s where it happens, but the early, early 1900s. I think it's the 19th century. Um, but long story short, it's a, a woman uh, goes into a forest near where she lives a young, young woman, like almost a girl, goes into a forest near where she lives. She meets a witch who touches her, and then she starts to become a witch. It, it, but it looks really wild, and it looks like one of those real cerebral uh, horror films. So I'm excited. And, you know, no, April and my daughter Audrey are out of town at a Girl Scout event, so April wasn't going to be able to go. And then my son, Christopher, he's not really feeling all that well. Um, but, again, this film is all subtitled, so I don't think he'd be up for it anyway. Um, so I'm going solo, man, which is fine. Mikey's out of town, or else Mikey and I'd be going, because we usually go to films like this. Um, I don't mind that. I actually kind of like going alone sometimes, so no problem. Uh, so I'm excited. I'll let you guys know how that film goes. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard about Phil Tippett. Now, he is a, a special effects guy. He's been around for well over, I want to say 40 years now, uh, doing his big his big specialty is stop motion animation. Um, he Everybody knows who Ray Harryhausen is. Now, that's kind of the the godfather of stop-motion animation. And and he, uh, most of the time, would have the most amazing-looking stuff, you know, from those old Sinbad movies and some of those other films. But uh, Phil Tippett kind of learned by watching him, but Phil Tippett kind of added a thing in there called motion blur. 
And what it does is it makes it makes it look a little more realistic. Uh, it's still got that stop motion look that people kind of love. I know I do, but it, it looks a little more real. Uh, and so it's a different look. Now you may know some of the films he's worked on. Um, there, well, there's one real big series he worked on, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Episode four, A New Hope, in '77. He worked on that one. He worked on Empire, and he worked on Return of the Jedi. Now, if you really stop and think about it, there's a lot of stop motion animation in those films. Uh, and, and not so much in the first one, but in Empire and uh, Return, there's there is plenty. Uh, in Empire, I mean, you have the Adat Walkers on Hoth. You have the Tauntauns. Um, there's more. Like, there, there's that giant worm and that meteorite or whatever that the Millennium Falcon flies into. Uh, there's other stuff in there. Uh, some of the creatures on Dagobah, when Luke goes there and meets Yoda. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, and, yeah, he, he's the guy behind all that. He also worked on a few other big films. Uh, Robocop. <laughs> yeah, the Paul Verhoeven classic great film um, he worked on Starship Troopers another Paul Verhoeven film he worked on a lot of things but way back you know when he was working on some of those films going into the 90s he had a project he had written called Mad God and it was a stop motion feature and he started working on it on his own because he couldn't really get funding like as soon as people read the he didn't really have a script, but the outline and stuff, they're like, nope, not giving money for that. Um, <laughs> and uh, that film is coming out, finally, after 30-plus years of working on it. And I think he even did a Kickstarter or something to help fund uh, some of the final stuff he shot for it. But, yeah, he's been working on it this whole time. And I had seen the trailer for it. I will try to remember to put a trailer in the notes, guys. I'm pretty bad about that, and I apologize pretty easy though go to youtube type in mad god trailer and there you go um but when i saw the trailer i was like oh my gosh i've got to see this film it looks amazing and i watched it with my wife and she was like oh my gosh i don't want to see that film that looks horrifying <laughs> and she's right and i'm right too uh I did get a chance to finally watch a bootleg copy that I, I managed to get my hands on. And I watched that Friday night. And, ay-ay-ay-ay-ay, dude. That movie is insane. Um, it is not for the squeamish. It is not for people who are going to get turned off by anything that's gross or vulgar. Uh, somewhat pornographic in spots. Very dark and dreary, sad. It's not for anybody who that's going to bother a lot. Um, I mean, there were things I saw in there where I was kind of shocked. Um, but, you know, I was able to watch it. And in all of its horrifyingness, <laughs> I don't think that's a word, but in all that gore and grime and ugh, there's a lot of beauty. I mean, the work that this man does is incredible. And his mind needs to be studied when he passes because he is so creative and so unique and different that it just shines through in this film. And uh, I loved it. 
I, I, I don't know if it's something I would watch again because it's it's really rough, man. Um, but maybe. I don't know. Like I said, it is very beautiful to look at. Well, the other cool thing that happened is um, on Friday evening, I, I realized there's a documentary that's been made about Phil Tippett. And this documentary, um, it's it, the only way you can really get it in the U.S. unless you just buy it on pay-per-view, which I don't like. Um, but you can get Blu-ray of it, and it has um, the documentary about him, and then it has a documentary about Ray Harryhausen also. I think it's called, like, Monster Box. I can't remember. I'll look it up while I'm talking here. But it, it has those documentaries in it, and so I was pretty excited to see that. And so I went ahead, and I was able to order it Friday, and it showed up yesterday, so Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it, it's something else. I'm not particularly fond of how it came because <laughs> it's one of those uh, cardboard fold cases. <laughs> so, I don't know, the back of it, it just looks like somebody spilled some sort of sheen or something on it and it it stayed that way. But it doesn't really matter. What's important is what's inside. i got to remember to tell myself that. Um, I'll just note it in the rating that it's in bad shape. But, again, I'll live. Um, but it comes with both those documentaries, and it also comes with 12 additional hours of footage and other stuff about Ray Harryhausen and about Phil Tippett. So I did order that. I got that in. I watched the Phil Tippett one almost all the way through. And just everything that he went through to become who he is and how hard he worked on this for like 30-plus years. So that is pretty interesting, and I'm excited to uh, hear that he's finally going to get this thing on screens. And um, he's also, it's going to be on Shudder, the streaming service Shudder, which is a horror film and sci-fi film streaming service. I like that service. I don't have it on the regular, um, but I usually get it going into the fall because they have a new season of Creepshow, which is a great series on there. Yes, based on the Creepshow movie type thing. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I watched that. It was great. Uh I think, I can't remember if I talked about Moon Knight or not, but I liked it a lot. Oscar Isaac's great. I don't think that's going to be a show that everybody's going to love either, but I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. I thought it was a great adaptation. And, you know, Oscar Isaac is fantastic in it. So I'm looking forward to the next five episodes of that show also. Um, But again, it's not going to be for everyone. I liked it. Uh, Let's see, what else? That's about it in the watching department. Just been watching more Letterkenny. I do like that show a lot. So I, I, it's kind of grown fond of that one. So I've been watching more of that as well. That's on Hulu, I believe. Uh, what else? What am I into uh, music-wise? Well, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers' new album dropped. Um, I haven't been able to find it on vinyl. I'm not even 100% sure I'll buy it on vinyl. Uh, it's good, but I don't know if it's vinyl-worthy for me. It is for some people, I'm sure. I do like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm just not sure I want to buy this album on vinyl. I would like... There's a couple of theirs I would love to have on vinyl. So, yes, I'm becoming a vinyl snob. No, not really. I'm just buying what I want to hear on vinyl, all right? As a matter of fact, I walked into uh, the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven yesterday, looked through everything, and I left without buying anything. So, I'm getting picky, guys. One thing I did pre-order is the Frank Black and the Catholics box set. 
that has all, I think it has six Frank Black and the Catholics albums, which are, I love those albums. They're amazing. So I'm really excited to get my hands on that. It's not going to be until like July, um, but I went ahead and uh, set up the pre-order for that, and I can't wait. I can't wait for those to show up. I'm going to be playing a lot of Frank Black and the Catholics. That's very exciting. And I kind of called that, didn't I, guys? Because I said, uh, I hope they put them all out in a box set. And then, lo and behold, this week, here comes the announcement. Uh, Frank Black announced it on Instagram. Hey, here's what's coming, guys. Go get your pre-order. And I was like, yes. So I'm pretty jazzed about that one coming. Uh, And then I did pre-order the new uh, Jack White album also. I don't listen to a lot of his stuff. I probably should. I, I know I saw him perform on Saturday Night Live last year. There was some country star that was going to be on there, and then he ended up getting the boot because of some horrible... I think he was dropping some N-bombs and stuff uh, and got caught on camera doing it. And anyway, Saturday Night Live pulled him. And so Jack White came and and, uh, performed instead. And so kind of cool. Oh, that Blu-ray set, by the way, that I was telling you about, it's called Monster Collection. And they don't have it on anything higher, like 4K. So it's just Blu-rays, the highest you're going to get it. And it's 26 bucks and 80 cents for both of those, for 14 hours of stuff, basically. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I like the new, I like the sound of the new Jack White album. And he does a song with Q-Tip on there from, uh, uh, oh my God. Oh my God, I cannot believe I cannot remember what group Q-Tip's from. A Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, so he, he does a song on there with Q-Tip, and it's pretty great looking or sounding. And so I was excited to see that. And uh, yeah, I, I I went ahead and pre-ordered it because it was pretty reasonable. And uh, yeah, I liked it. So we'll see when that comes. Um, but that's about it in a music department. There's not a ton of new stuff out there that I'm too interested in. Uh, let's see, books. I have not read any more of anything, so <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it. There's no point in even mentioning it. Uh, games, I t- think I told you guys a little bit. I'm going to be playing some StarCraft Two and some Diablo Three. I'm excited about that. Podcasts, there we go. I have started a new podcast that I like a lot. And it's called Dead Eyes. And what it's about is uh, it's a guy who had gotten a part in Band of Brothers when that came out in like 2000. And um, he got a small part in it, you know, where he would just come in and say, Sir, would you like a cup of coffee? And then leave or whatever on this military base. And then he would be like, Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Those were his only lines. But it was a huge break for him, as it would be for any actor, uh, because he's going to be in this, you know, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg produced series. You know, it's like the biggest series at the time. And to be honest with you, I think it's one of the best series that was ever created for television. I, I love Band of Brothers. I think it's really well made. Um, but anyway, he, he got the part and everything, and then he got a call after he told everybody that he was going to be in this, and there everybody was excited, and his mom was happy, they cried because he got this big break. 
And he got a call, and it was the uh, casting agent saying that, uh, or his agent said the casting agent called him, called and said they're going to go a different way. <laughs> and he's like, "What? What? Like what happened?" Well, Tom Hanks said that you have dead eyes. <laughs> like what? What does that mean? So the podcast is called Dead Eyes, and I heard about this podcast. Let me get a drink real quick here. I had heard about this podcast um, because I heard that on the last episode of this podcast of the whole, because this guy's been doing it for a couple years, on the very last episode, Tom Hanks is on it. So that is a very Tom Hanks move. And uh, he claims to not remember saying that this guy had dead eyes. But it's a great podcast because you can hear the neurosis of this actor and how this really affected his life in a negative manner, you know. Uh, he actually walked away from acting for a long time, and he's back into it now. But, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. And he even actually has, on one of the, the early episodes, he has a, uh, the guy who actually got the part then, after he got laid off. Because what happened is when they said that, they said, well, they're going to fly you back there to London, and then you're going to drive out and meet with Mr. Hanks and you know read for this part again. And so he said, oh, okay. And so he did, and so he did get a chance to meet Tom Hanks and everything. But then Tom Hanks was like, okay, well, thank you, I have to go. And so he left, and then uh, the casting agent walked out with him, and then the casting agent came back down and knelt next to this guy and said, yeah, we're going to go a different way. <laughs> and so it's just really a bummer. But at the same time, this guy is great. I love how this guy is, and... I understand all the neurosis that he's all the he's driving himself crazy over this for how many years? He drew a four-page comic book um, about it, and it's he's going back and reading it. You know, this is twenty years ago. He's going back and reading this, and uh, dude, it's so bitchy, and he's obviously so pissed. But yeah, it's cool, man. You should check that one out if you get a chance. And then I told you guys about a bunch of other ones I'm listening to last time. But, I mean, that's really all I got, guys. There's nothing really more than that that's too new that I can think of. So, I appreciate you guys listening. I will have a new episode for you guys next week also. And hopefully the Jayhawks will be national champs by then. Uh, but, yeah. Until then, though, it's starting to get really nice. It's very warm. Um, probably going to have to get out and mow my lawn real soon. So, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs>